Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome into another episode of the Primetime Titans. One pod coming to you this week once again, managing busy schedules, hoping things calm down here pretty soon. But we review the Colts game and give a little bit of a taste of the Commanders game. But we're calling this episode the Q1 Earnings Report on the Tennessee Titans season. We're about a quarter of the way through the season. Little mixed reviews. Can't say the glasses are too rosy at the moment as far as it relates to the Tennessee Titans. Um, we get into just the overall sentiment of the team, the the different kind of players, uh, the talent level, definitely the coaching and the play calling, um, and just try to put our finger on where the Titans are at this point in the season. So without further ado, please welcome in our friend, John Mellencamp. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. All right, here we go. Primetime Titans. It's JG. This is Pettit. And we got all three of us here this time. Robert. <laughs> He's alive. He is what? alive. I just am laughing at how loud that probably sounded to some people. And let's get ready to rumble. Robert. Robert's, Robert is ready. He is uh, all juiced up from he, his he ran rim here. to rim to rim. Indeed. Run Indeed. in the Grand Canyon. Give us a 10-second how it was, how you feel. Experience of a lifetime, warrior, status, baller nation. That was five seconds. Well, I was going to count down. I thought you were going to go over. Oh, sorry. I, for some reason, I thought you said 10 words. Baller uh, nation. I don't know. I baller nation. That <laughs> counts, counts as two words. It's two uh, words. It's not a, yeah. Um, happy to have you back. Thanks. We, Happy to we be missed here. you, uh, and then Pettit as well. Robert and I missed you in the times that uh, you were gone for the podcast, and no one ever misses me because <laughs> yes, yes. this is JG owns the studio. <laughs> I own the studio. No one's showing up to my house by themselves to hop on the. He's mixer. offered multiple times. <laughs> it's a little I, weird. Offered. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just show up. Yeah. Uh, you can, I'll let you, someone will let you in. I don't know. Maybe Helen across the street. Helen. Let you in. Yeah. Helen, Hardly fun fact. Her. Helen lives in my now deceased grandmother's former condo. Did you know that? I did not know that. I yep. have to connect that. I former don't believe Wait, you. Wait, did you say formerly deceased? Or she's deceased. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't know how to make you believe me. <laughs> I could be oh making that up. Word. I think you said formerly deceased. <laughs> He did say formerly deceased, um, but speaking of formerly deceased, the Titans, Derrick Henry, the Titans formerly are formerly deceased. deceased. Yeah, <laughs> all right, Derrick Henry's formerly deceased too. We're here to bring you the Colts recap, but we're also going to do we're going to do a uh, one episode this week uh, talking about the Commanders. Not going to talk about the Commanders as much. Um, Hoping we don't need to talk about the commanders as much. You know what this is? It's really a Q a Q one debrief. A Q one of the of the season, you know? 
Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, quarter First ones in games. the books. Well. Now with seventeen games, yeah, I'd really we'd really have to do this in, after the first quarter of the Commanders game, yeah, but or we can count like throughout this week, maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're just gonna move some numbers around. This is this is your <laughs> corporate quarter one earnings report uh, for like the that. Tennessee Titans. Q one um, earnings report, and it's a little bit later. Usually, we try to get it out on Monday or Tuesday. That's because uh, you know our accounting firm. <laughs> they were they were a little bit late, Chris Pritchett, in getting our in getting our results to us Chris for the earnings is, report. Chris works his client is the Titans. That's right. So can we <laughs> you got to watch a lot of uh, I don't practices. know if we're able to share that. <laughs> oh, well, no, I don't know who Chris is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about <laughs> anymore. If anybody important enough listens to this podcast to get mad at us, that's a win. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, well, uh let's talk about the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is Titans are two and two, two games in a row. We have won. And with twenty four points. We're also one of the <laughs> with twenty four points. <laughs> and no points in the second half, right? Correct. Not a we did not one. score we did not score Call. another point from seven minutes and forty seconds left in the second quarter on. What a gross way to win two football games. Disgusting way to win what, two we football have games. Seven points total in the second half of the season? Is uh, that right? That's I'd, probably yeah. cr- no points in the last two games. We, did we score in the second half of the Giants game? Th- yeah, we I did. We, I think we scored one touchdown. We definitely did. Okay. And definitely not second half we were of the Bills game, going, did we? Are we 63-7 and seven deficit in the second half? Yeah, it's like it's an absurd stat in the second half being outscored. So we'll get, definitely get into that in, in terms of theories. Yeah, because it was thirteen. Yeah, that's right. Because it was thirteen nothing at half against the Giants. Final score is twenty one twenty. So I, I feel like the the headline of the quarter one earnings report is what the hell's going on in the second half. But but also of our football team. We have we are four for four in we are a windy special four for four in opening drives of every game. So we score a touchdown on every opening yeah. drive. So let's dive into it. Obviously, we're the best team in the league in the first half. <laughs> well, actually, first that's drive. like true, right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. statistically. Yeah, I think uh, Ian sent us a, a tweet that was basically showing how, a f- what was it, a f- successful each play was per like half, broken down per half. In the first half, we're in the top right quadrant, in, like far and beyond any team. That's right. Except like the Eagles, I think. And it's well beyond any team. And then the second half, we are in that bottom left, just chilling by yeah, ourselves. It's passing. Very and unsuccessful in every play we run. So, yeah, it's passing and rushing efficiency. And we are top right. Yeah. And, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, a, lo- a we bottom, are, we're bottom. on the bottom like, line. No one is near us, bottom in the second half. <laughs> so, let's get into theories because I think anyone with a functional brain who's seen a football game before and watched us play knows. Like, there's something going on. But why, what's going on and what, and like how to fix it, that's that's more difficult. So what are our theories? I think our theories are that downing can be a, like, the, in, in terms of how the coaches game plan for games and what they yeah. see in film for, like, preparing for the game. Yeah. Our offensive mind and how Downing is, and maybe even Tim Kelly, and Vrabel too, for that matter, they're great. Like, they're super solid. But then when it comes to in-game adjustments, 
Like, what happens in the in the locker room at halftime? Right. Like, do they just are they not given the tape from the first half? <laughs> are they not able to see it, or are they really that bad to where we just kind of? Or it's either that we're like we're terrible at adjusting offensively. Maybe Downing kind of just freaks out and loses it in the second. There's a bad drive. He kind of crumbles and thinks he has to be all creative and stuff or we like just kind of just get comfortable and think that we're in a good spot and we can miss on a few drives and end up being like oh my gosh we have to kind of call a good game now because we're letting them come back wait this is a one possession game now we're winning by two touchdowns right I think um I like what you said about the game planning I think Tim Kelly's addition has been a tremendous addition to our football team. And I think we can see Tim Kelly's fingerprints on this offense in the first drive and in the first half of games. But then once Downing is in charge of like just calling it in the flow of the game, I think to your point, he's not as good. He's not very good at that. And so like those creative plays, like feeling like, when do we call this play action? When do we, call this play like he loses that chess match more often than not but when Tim Kelly and Vrabel are able to help him game plan we come out really looking good um I think the other part of it we don't have a very good football team like we're not very talented so like whatever they're able to do in during the week to game plan they can get out ahead but we're not talented enough to hold on to those leads so like it's almost like those like 24 to 3 Okay, that's we're not seventeen points better than the Colts, so it makes sense that it becomes closer. Well, it's it's also not going to keep working. It's, so. Yes, well, I kind of agree with Robert. I think we aren't that good of a football team. Also, sorry, I'm, that would be a separate tangent. I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> basically, don't forget it because I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you have players that aren't as good, they can come out of a game and like work up to the level of just about any competition and when a bad player shows when they're not as good as someone else is in the second half of a game so for an example is the o-line did they even give up a sack in the first half i don't think so in either in any almost any of the games and second half they're giving up four sacks in the half there were a lot and they're not letting derrick henry run and i think that's just kind of where they're just getting beat up and they don't have the energy and the talent to hang with these defensive linemen yeah. that are much better than them. That's a theory. I don't know if that's necessarily correct, but I mean, a lot of the plays stalled out because Tannehill was just, I mean, he had zero time in the pocket. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like there, and you can even see clips on Twitter, like multiple plays. Tra- Trey Lumberg scores a touchdown if, you know, Dante, uh, Dante Hilliard steps yeah. up in play action. And yeah or in pass pro and takes on the linebacker. Like we're just missing assignments and our pass pro is really, really suffering. I I mean, I think Tannehill's done a really great job this season so far with what he's been given. But I mean, in the first half, he looks incredible in the second half. I mean, there are times when he has zero time in the pocket yeah, and it does stall out drives. So, I mean, that's, that's the last that thing is, Tannehill needs. That is an excuse. Yeah, Tannehill needs I agree. Time. But I think I I do think they can improve on it too though. I don't think it's like this thing that they're going to suffer from all season long. 
But I just don't know if we can keep up that first half either. Well, and what's interesting too, I, I just we were talking about it earlier. What team is going to show up at the start of the game? I have no idea what to yeah. like. I don't, I don't know if we're going to be good anytime we enter the field. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, I feel like after the after the Raiders game, Robert and I we were talking, and I st- I was saying I still have no idea about this team after the Raiders game, and I almost feel like I still feel that way after the Colts game. But at the same time, maybe this it's just what we're seeing. Like that's how we're gonna be this year. We're gonna yeah. be like the absolute definition of Ben don't break. Get the lead, hang on to it, play to not lose. And when when it like when it comes down to it, you have a massive sack on a third and long that leads to a missed field goal, and then you end up getting the ball. And you call a very creative, awesome play with Derrick Henry as the up back and Chigo Conquo coming out of the backfield to get the first down and stay in bounds. Like it's just gonna take a play or two like that. And it's gonna scare yeah. every single Titans fan that's watching. It was so frustrating watching that game. I don't wanna complain. I don't wanna I, I don't feel like we've been doing this this episode, but I, I just remember thinking going into the episode, I don't want to sit here and complain about this game or, or this team because this win is massive. Huge. Massive win. I don't want to sit here and, and discount how big the win is. But as far as watching it and how hard that was in the second half, like the first half, that was amazing. We were talking yeah. about scoring as many points as we could on them. And then it just we just stall out and we got to watch we, the Colts potentially come back and beat us. Yeah, second half was like we probably should have lost that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the defense really stepped up on a couple turnovers, a couple sacks that like killed just the Jonathan barely Taylor, killed a the, few drives. The fumble yeah. on the third and one on Jonathan Taylor yeah. like play of the game probably. Yeah. That was like 8 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, and the sack on Matt Ryan towards the end. Yeah. There's just these things that were like that doesn't happen, we lose that game. I mean, based I mean, on the trend of how they were just marching down the field taking whatever they wanted. Is that what we're gonna get? Is that we're gonna? Is that what we're gonna be this year? You like if we're not, if we don't establish a lead early, there we're not gonna be able to come back. Like you saw the Bills game, they got okay. out to a lead. I, I that, mean, I don't know. There is an extent that that could be a possibility, but think about who is playing on defense right now. Yeah, that's fair. We are. I mean, you just read the stat, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll read it. I'll. There was a tweet from uh, I think it was John Glennon. He said number of players that the Titans used through the first four games of 2021. 61 number of players the titans have used through tw- uh, in 2022 for through the first four games 60 wow so we're like are we on that and trend we were again a record pay we broke the record yeah, broke last the record. year easily and i think this year it's just a little different because we don't have as many guys on ir you know what i mean yeah. we have a lot of guys just missing here and there so here's a great here and games here and there here's, I, I love what you brought up if you had to say if we had to pick players in the titans that are, let's not even say, normally I would be like, that are elite, but let's not even say elite. Let's say like above average in the NFL. And you, like, not including guys who are hurt, obviously. Like guys who are who are with us this season. Who would you say on who, defense? Like, are, and you're saying not hurt. You're saying like who like just not, played in the Colts game? Yeah, so like not, but we're not going to talk about Harold Landry because he's out for the season. We're yeah. not going to talk about Lawan because he's out for the season. Uh I mean, you got Kevin Byard. Yep. Jeffrey Simmons. Yep. Bud Dupree. He can't even stay healthy. And I would put like Bud Dupree and Imani Hooker 
probably right there on the edge. They're like teetering on the brink of yeah, of whatever this level is. Okay, I see what you're saying. So um, other than that, do we Autry, have any? Do we have any? I, I mean, Autry, yeah. Autry yeah. the way Autry's playing is he's he's one of those guys that's always going to be underrated though. Yes, so you're right. Probably not, not include him. But it, um, he's he's maybe that next. He's like that fifth best player maybe. Him, yeah. David Long, and Fulton are yeah, all I mean, right there in that next tier where like maybe they play exactly into that above yeah. average. Yeah, yeah like level who would this who year. would who would be no doubt starters on other teams on every team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're probably you probably got four guys. And on then the defense, what? On, right? Yeah, and I mean someone who we are absolutely missing who could be potentially on that. And Pettit and I have talked about this. Elijah Molden. Oh yeah. Like he is, we are missing him big time. He's very good. But I, yeah. So I mean, then what about on offense? On offense, Derrick Henry, Robert Woods. Yeah. Then you're like, maybe Robert Woods, maybe Ben Jones, Ben Jones, but like Nate Davis, the way he's playing this yep. year, Nate Davis is playing well. That's it. But then you're like, that's probably it. Oh, and oh, then, all right. Ryan Stonehouse is absolutely <laughs> yes, Stonehouse on there. Is a, guy is a Morgan beast. Cox. And Morgan, Morgan Cox. Cox. We got special absolutely. teams locked up, except for our punt returners. They're doing better. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Robert Wood. Okay, but, so yeah, you look no, at I, it that way. You've got five guaranteed players, or and six including Stonehouse. But let's take him out of it. We're just talking. No, about I know. I just want to bring him up. Five guaranteed players that would be like every NFL team would want. That's not. You're not going to win a lot of football games. In the NFL, if you only have five players that you know everybody else like really, really well, I mean, what's interesting is their football team. Like, what's I guess it is different from last year because Landry was healthy. Lawan, Lawan, AJ Brown, obviously Julio Jones if he could stay healthy. But other than that, like, what what other players? I think those. I think that's a massive difference. You just went from five to ten. Yes, I I I think that's a huge difference. That's almost half your 22 starters that are highly desirable players in the NFL. So, and Derrick Henry is his impact is mitigated if the O line is playing really poorly. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it's we're definitely uh, and we might be generous by saying Amani Hooker and Bud Dupree. No, I think they're. I, I, would I mean, like, I'd I would say, like to think they're not. It's not that generous adding those guys. I'd say Bud Dupree over Amani Hooker. Yeah, I would. Too. In terms of established throughout the career. Yeah, but, but I think Bud Dupree has been hurt. I mean, yeah. but if you were going to rank edge rushers in the NFL, like Bud Dupree's probably probably outside the top ten. Oh, definitely. Oh, outside he's definitely top outside 10. top ten. Harold Landry's outside of the top ten. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't fair, even put fair. him in top ten. And Hooker's probably outside the top ten best safeties. Mm. He's probably. Well, 15, when you're counting, like, yeah, free and strong safety. top 15, yeah. though. So, I guess that's what but I'm just saying. I'm like, saying Amani Hooker was very missed in that Colts game. Very Mo Alley Cox does not do what he does without with if Amani Hooker's yeah, in that game. I agree with that. Josh Kalou, just, I felt like he was always showing up in, like, a bad way. We have some, we have some weak spots on this team. <laughs> Yeah, so we're not a good football team. So think, when you go think, up twenty-four okay, nothing, well, okay, it's you, time for us. We're not going to beat teams. I think you to could three. flip that around. I don't even think you look at our best players. I think if you look at our worst players, you're going to go, "Oh my gosh!" Okay, like <laughs> who? <even> worse? <laughs> oh no, our worst players. I'm going to go with yeah. Kalu's. I mean, trash. I mean, Caleb Farley's been up there. He's not been good. Caleb, Caleb Farley has been, been bad. so bad. And again, we we talked about the beginning of the season. We're going to give him this season. Next season's when I'm really going to. I don't know. Robert and I both have hit the hammer on him. <laughs> and I've been a 
Caleb Farley truther this whole time. Okay, I'm how about struggling. how about Dylan Cole? We like Dylan Cole. Dude, he kind of was all over the place on Sunday. Again, he's okay. It's, okay. It, but that's I would say like, Aaron Brewer. What about Schobert? Aaron Brewer had Chuck. Dude, Schobert also kind of played pretty well he actually on led Sunday. The league and that like, guy led the team in like PFF rankings. That guy was like one of the Jags' best players for years. And so then, but not then best, he was like one of their like, leading tacklers. I think Petit Freire has actually been pretty solid. I've been pleasantly surprised with his play, but Brewer has not been great. Dennis uh, Daly is, I mean, he's Daly's doing fine. been pretty bad. How's Austin? Uh, I'm Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper needs to roll game. over, get first downs. <laughs> I'll always remember that. <laughs> but it. that's what I'm he's saying. Is like, but if you look at all those players and Terrence Mitchell, I mean, you're looking oh at gosh. Roger McQuarrie's been really bad. Terrence Mitchell's been bad. I mean, we have some players that's like they might not even have a job on another team. That's what I'm saying. So I'm looking. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at the bottom. I'm looking, trying to look at the bottom, not the top. Because so, our top is solid, but our bottoms. Yeah. There's a big gap between our top <laughs> and our bottom. And that's so that that brings it all down to this. Just a like atrocious bottom, like you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying, you got a big here, bottom. What, how are we going to win football games? We're going to win football games by other teams beating themselves and us not beating ourselves. That, well, I mean, that, that's that's kind of how it's going to come down to. I don't know. That's the only it. like, yeah, consistently throughout the year, probably. But we've still what we've shown in the first half against the Raiders and Colts, and honestly, Giants too. We should be three and one. Yeah, as and bad as dude, we are uh, down about the Titans, if Randy Bullock makes a field goal, we're three and one. We absolutely like, especially the Raiders game. We looked like a dominant team. The first half, we really did. I'm, I'm trying. I say that in as much of an unbiased statement way that I try to be. Yeah. If that just made sense, but I, I don't know. I, I think that yes, the Colts had a lot of mistakes and they had what three or four turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Colts are a really bad football team. This I don't think too. they're good. Yeah, they're not good. And, um, I'm definitely less worried about them. Especially after playing, I thought like first three games, maybe, you know, maybe they're not that bad. And then we played them and I thought, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not worried about yeah. them. But I, I still think that we can, we can ourselves win games. I don't think every single game we need the other team to lose it. But I think against better competition, yeah, we're going to need some, we're going to need those teams to struggle and not, yeah. you know, beat themselves. Like, cause, cause we could have, we could have, a few more Bills games. Like, that's oh, yeah, it's yeah. scary. Let's we can, talk, we like, can let's lose say to anyone. Who in the AFC do we think can pull another Bills on us? Chiefs. Yep. Uh, as weird as it sounds, catch the Jags on a yep. bad weekend for us. The good Jags for are electric. Jags could do it. Chargers Bengals, could do it. The Bengals could come in here and whoop our tail. Yep. I know you don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> Robert, but um, the Ra- Chargers. Ravens. Yeah, Chargers. Eagles, Ravens. Ravens. Well, I, I was just thinking on the schedule. Yeah, um, but if we played the Ravens, they could. Oh, do absolutely. It um, the Dolphins. Yeah, yep. I mean, we, so I mean, Dolphins. Could, we yeah. might be like Tyreek Hill. I, he would destroy us. So uh, in yeah. the power rankings right now, we are all over the place based on different power rankings. We range from twenty second to tenth. On different power rankings, I, I think tell you right now, we're and I think that is accurate on how confused everyone is on us. And too, don't get us <laughs> yeah. wrong, we're not like 
I don't know. We're just trying to be realistic here. I, we're all confused. We are very confused. Everyone's yeah. confused on the Because here's the thing. I mean, dude, think about the run we made in the AFC Championship. What were we do? We were we were establishing the run. Derrick Henry went off. We would get leads, and we would hold on to them. Like, yeah. We weren't having but dramatic comebacks in high-scoring games. Here's the difference is you had an all-pro right tackle in Jack Conklin. All Conklin pro won, le- I don't think Conklin was on that team. Conklin won on that team? No, he was. He did. He was. He tore okay. his ACL during. Yeah. Yeah. Conklin. He was on that team. Uh, at right tackle, you had Lawan at left tackle. You had Saffold at yeah, left guard, Sa- yeah. and Ben Jones in his prime at center, and, and Nate, Nate Davis, Davis who as a rookie who was well. playing who was about like how he's playing now. Yeah. So and now, I mean, like we've said, Aaron Brewer and honestly Corey Davis. Yeah. Corey Davis, he's he would be Johnny Smith. Yeah, I I realize there are a lot of there were game breakers on that team. But I'm just saying, in terms of what that team did that year, like I did not see us during the regular season getting to the point where we were going to make that run. But you I'm did, saying, you like, did the, see some glimpses with like when we came back and beat the Chiefs. Yeah, but I, I get yes, fair. But I'm just saying, like, like you could see it. I don't see. I I don't see us going on a game winning drive to beat the Chiefs this year. Not even yeah, close. that's and, fair. And and we talk about Tannehill. Like I agree, he has done the best he possibly can. Like I don't, I don't have that high expectations of Tannehill. He's done the best he can with probably pretty bad weapon, like not great weapons and a pretty bad O line. But his 2019 season that we always go back to, he had an incredible, you know, supporting cast in relative to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the scary thing is for the remaining part of the season is the Titans could come out and show that second half Titans to any game for the whole game. Yeah, and we can also show that first half Titans for any game. So it's like which one, which yeah. one's gonna come out of the gate? I have no idea. And how long will it last? You know what yeah. I mean? We could win ten games straight and then just tank at the end of the season, or yeah. we could lose ten games straight and then just be dominant towards the end. I don't even know. Like, I we don't really even know. Can, I have no idea what's going to happen. lose to every team, for yeah. sure. I have well, no what idea I, what's going to happen. I do. I've, I think I've, I've, I feel really comp- comfortable saying that Vrabel is going to – this team is going to improve every week. Like, marginally on some level in, in, in some area of the game. Like, that's I'm scared. Just, I'm scared to agree. I don't know. That's if I can just agree what Vrabel that. does, in my opinion. Like he I mean, bring, he, he to an extent. I mean, yeah. he yeah. brings teams together. He brings guys together, and you even heard this this kind of playing out this week in the media with the whole AJ Brown stuff, saying, you know, you don't really have any fun. Yeah. You got to go do your job. It's all focused on. I've liked the response winning. from players about that, like Jeffrey yeah. Simmons and Robert Woods talking yeah. about it, and they're saying, but that's that. I think. That kind of that's the Patriot way, and that's who Vrabel is. And I just I, because I feel like I've seen it every single season, being a Titans fan with Vrabel as our head coach, he makes sure the team is getting better each and every week. Like no matter what happened, we're flushing that game and we're improving on our mistakes. And so I don't think the fl- the bottom's going to fall out on this team. Like I don't think we're going to get a top ten pick because Vrabel's our head coach. Like I do think we're going to be middle of the pack maybe because our division's so bad we win the division but like i don't think we have an afc championship run in us no yeah i yes i'm just saying when you when you look at like how we made that afc championship run 
it's just when it comes to the Super Bowl and like the NFL playoffs, whoever gets hot at the right time, like the Bengals last year, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just, I, I'm saying that I would agree. I don't necessarily see that happening. But then again, you never know when we can get hot at the right time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we don't have the talent. Um, well, this, you, real quick before we move on, the Bengals comment, that brings up, in my opinion, a huge point is Trey Lumberg's toe injury. Yeah, I was I was going to bring that up, actually. He did not practice today. He's got turf toe. He's probably going to be out. Yeah. He, in a really weird way, is sort of the hope for this team, in my opinion. <laughs> for for success this year is Correct. what you mean. Yeah. Because he – Robert Woods is going to be solid. Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. He is going to be a very good football player for us. He's, he's like a he's, – I think we talked about it at one point, but like a better version of Corey Davis. Yes. And he's going to block hard in the run game. Traylon Burks, we've just – you've seen flashes for the first few weeks, the first quarter. And <laughs> he is that guy that the, you know – the investors are looking at this part of the business. They're looking at Traylon Burks, and they're saying, if you guys can figure that out, your stock price is going to soar. <laughs> and it's a huge blow that he has to miss two games because that guy needs all the reps he can get, I think. Because Absolutely. I think he could be special. I really yeah. do. And here's the kicker, too. He, if he goes to IR, he technically is going to miss five weeks because IR, you have to miss four games, and we have a bye week after the Commanders. So we don't want him to go to IR. So we want him to try and get healthy. We're looking at Commanders Sunday, bye week, Colts after that, maybe. God, that's that crazy. We play week. the Colts already again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and we come off a bye, so that's good. But, yeah, I don't know. Traylon Burks, that injury's bad. Bud Dupree got hurt during the game, didn't really play the rest of the game. I think he got hurt on the fumble recovery and just didn't show. I don't think he played the rest of the game. Um, I think Bud Dupree might be in the phase of his career where he's he's like I'm gonna injury prone. I'm insanely worried about that just because we spent so much. No, money where he's him. like maybe a hip injury now. This this injury keeps him out, but like year three, he's like no way this keeps me off the field. But he's like nah, I've yeah, made my money. I don't know. I'm not I'm not finishing this one. I hope that's not <laughs> the case, but. Monty Rice is coming back. He was designated to return. Okay, that could like be big because I I think he's a lot better than Dylan Cole and Joe Schobert. And Vrabel made the point that Elijah Molden and Race McMath are not necessarily there yet. So that's not good. But Do we um, think Race McMath changes the trajectory of this team? I, not even I kinda. don't. I don't. Yeah. I think that there's hope not, within the coaching staff kinda. that he could. But there's just I just don't see it. I okay. will say this. If Racy McMath means less Cody Hollister snaps, it could oh, have an impact. I'm in on that. <laughs> oh, so, Robert, we were talking about this. The big third down play that the Titans got to Jig, The game-sealing play. The game-sealing play to win the game against the Colts. Derrick Henry at fullback. <laughs> Which is sweet. Our players running routes on that play was Chig, Jeff Swain, and Cody Hollister. Yeah, I don't Hey, but we got a first down. But we were looking the at the snap count, and 75% of snaps, Robert Woods played. Uh, Traylon so Burks. Like 65% for Traylon? Like 68 or something like that yeah. for Traylon Burks. Would have been more if he Would have been hurt. more if yeah, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. And then Cody Hollister was, I think, next one was uh, Westbrook Aquina. I think he had about 60. Kyle Phillips has not been doing Cody anything. Hollister was like 30 or the 25. The only 
So, we're trying to get in the right direction of keeping yeah. our good players on the field. The only thing that I've been able to think of that, you know, maybe you want to put Cody Hollister on the field. He must be a phenomenal blocker. That, that must be what the coaches see is like he's going to be a great blocker. We're going to spring something in the run game. That that He must be so much better as a blocker than the rest of our receivers that we've got to get him out there. That, that That's a theory. And then B, maybe with Cody Hollister out there, they've seen something in defensive packages where the defensive coordinators are like, well, they're surely not throwing the football if they're putting that guy out there. <laughs> and then we throw the football, and maybe they think it catches people off guard. I almost think that's what happened in the – I hate that theory because even Chig, who caught the ball, there was still five guys around him. No, Only I'm not him. saying Cody either Hollister one. Had one guy on, so I was just like, I don't love. That. I don't think either one really is very good. <laughs> of, I don't, <laughs> but that's I all just I don't can want think of. Cody Hollister out there. I, yeah, and poor guy. It, it may yeah, be. It may be. Seems like a nice guy. It's not. Yeah, we said it may it's be, not Cody Hollister's fault. Maybe because he's 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 white and not very athletic looking and has that long hair it's, it's number eight the number eight you're just in like, our the number eight in our new like our numbers not new it, at one point it was new yeah. uh the the number eight in our numbers like Mariota didn't i don't think he looks great in the eight cody hollister definitely doesn't look no, great he does not with look that eight. The eight. and the long hair and the helmet sits on top of his head it's just he just looks he looks like there. a scrub now i know i realize that i would look Exactly, <laughs> if not worse than that. So, so I'm not trying same, to say I'm not same. trying to do this. To probably you. worse. No, putting myself in this probably worse. I definitely would look worse. So I here's get a question: that. Is we all would. Cody Hollister the worst number five receiver in the NFL? <laughs> um, I I don't even <laughs> like I. That's I a great. No <laughs> I mean, but I, I, we don't even know enough number five who's receivers. Who's the Colts number five receiver? Uh, Probably Michael Mike Strahan or Strahan or whatever. Or um, I don't know what you just said there, Strahan or Strahan. D- what is it? Dublin, Doolin. Dude, Doolin? he's like their third receiver. Ashton Doolin. <laughs> they got Dolan. Michael Pittman, Fourth, Alex he's Pierce, their Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell is Pascal still there? Is he with the Eagles? No, he's at the Eagles. Er, he's Eagles. There. Okay. No, Pascal. T. Y. Hilton's. He's not there anymore. He's not there anymore. Okay, so who's it? Who is it? It probably is that Mike Strahan. It's spelled S T R A C H A N. All right, so would you I rather have Mike Strachan? I'd rather or have him. Cody Hollister. I'd rather have him for sure. I mean, um, we could probably go down every NFL team and look at their fifth receiver, and I bet you we would pick that guy over. We Cody could, Hollister. but I can. We don't even need to. Yes, <laughs> we could, but I, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, a few shout outs: Tyre Tart, Danico Autry, Ballers. Just the 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 turnovers was big. Everything, great game, great win. Let's wrap this up and get to the commanders. Commanders, yeah. commanders game. How like, I mean, Carson Wentz is getting sacked a ton. Uh, he's being Carson Wentz. He'll have some good throws and good plays here and there, and then he has some bonehead plays. Their defense, <laughs> their defense is not good. Like we. If if we're gonna, it's a good opponent to try and go out and have a good second half. Is against. Chase Young healthy? No, he's. He, I think he, pretty sure he was on IR. So there's still. Well, I guess four games is up now, but still, I I have not. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything. About well, here's him. what scares me: is Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson's hurt. He has a hamstring and probably won't play this week. That's very good news. Yeah. Um. I just I think from here on out every single receiving core 
except for maybe the Texans and the Colts, I'm going to be pretty scared of. Because I don't think our secondary is that good. I don't think our corners are 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 very are playing very well. Yeah, so. Curtis Samuel also didn't practice on Wednesday because of an illness, so he'll probably be fine. Okay. But yeah, John Dotson, he's he's not going to play. And, he's, and he's going to be out for like at least one or two weeks. But here's what scares me the most is that we know. I I don't personally believe we're going to see the Titans win by twenty points the rest of, like at all this year. I think two touchdowns might be a stretch for this team. And so you give a team like the Commanders a little bit of life. You give them a chance. They beat the Jags and it's pretty at, easily. It's at the Commanders too. Yeah, I mean, I'm fully prepared to be nervous in the fourth quarter. Like, oh, we're about to, we have we're about <laughs> we to lose this lose. football game. And losing to the Commanders would be like losing to the Jets last year. Yeah, I mean, we I we talked about that in the schedule prediction. I I picked them in the snake draft, and then I said they would maybe be the Jets game. I just feel like that was kind of the Giants game. I know the Giants are like, what, they're 3-1 and one right now, but... It's just hard to say the Jets game equivalent is the first game of the season. I know, It's always I get that. such a random... That was our like, Cardinals game. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got you. And the Jets was like week four or week five. Yep. Yeah, it was I don't week know, four. How do you feel about it, Pettit? I... I <laughs> I feel good about it. <laughs> it's good exactly what I said about the Jets game. So we weren't even we had it last year. We, we went, said we should rest. Y'all were some of our Robert and I this time last year. We're talking about the Jets already looking past it. We were looking at the as Colts. And I was upstairs showering. We I was upstairs showering, getting ready as y'all were doing the Jets episode. Yeah, we we were as confident as could be. Nothing, nothing could tear us down. It was hard to imagine us losing to the Jets. And I hate to say it, <laughs> but I'm kind of in that boat against Washington. I, and it. I, it's not quite the same extent. I think like you, I, you're, we're just not quite as good as a football team. But even yeah. with us being bad, I'm like, man, we should still be yeah. better than Washington. And here's what's sad is we're only a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite it's against the, the Commanders. Okay, I will say it's the NFL. It's the spread, is, the commanders. The spread we should, is always small. Well, and dude, the Bills are fourteen at, point favorite against the Steelers. If you're a yeah, road, the Steelers are worse than the Titans. A, it's also and the Bills. The Bills are better than the Titans. And the Bills are a super team, dude. We're three and a half really point are. favorites at the Commanders. That's great. That's solid. It's not great. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not. Wait, <laughs> it's yeah, the awesome it'd be awesome to be like a it's ten good. point favorite, but it would be great to be a when 10 you're point favorite. when you're a favorite on the road. Something's up with the home team. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, you heard it here first. Like the Colts were still two and a half point favorites against us at home. Yeah, like, and we whoop. That I could trick. see us still being underdogs with the Colts at home. I don't know. I just I think I don't know. I kind of feel I feel pretty good about the game, but just like guys, y'all what are we doing? <laughs> How do we feel good? I don't. We've been, I, we've I just, been here the before. Commanders. I, I don't know. Well, then I will take our collective podcast feelings down a couple notches and say I'm pretty Yeah, what's nervous. your score okay. prediction? Wait, before we get into score prediction, there. what are you nervous about from Washington? Like, I'm not nervous. Are you, he's not nervous about Washington. I'm not nervous as much about Washington as I am about I don't trust us. Yes, and that's where I'm saying even with me not trusting the Titans – I still think we're better than Washington. No, we're well, 100% do, better oh, than I Washington. I agree with that. We're better than them, but that doesn't no, mean... No, no, no. I'm saying like even us playing bad, I still think we beat them. If I'm putting percentages, it's like a... Yes, a 70% chance we beat them. 
Their O line is not good. But there's we, a thirty percent chance, and that thirty percent chance is way too high that we come out and we're down ten nothing in the second quarter, and we're like, "Are you guys kidding me?" At least the Jets were healthy last year, and we played them. Did you say the Commanders aren't healthy? I mean, well, they got Brian. They're like getting five, Brian Robinson. They get Brian Robinson back. Maybe back they designated to return. Well, he practice today. Be active. Talk about uplifting the team. You get a guy who stopped a shoplifting event. <laughs> Literally you <know>? got shot. <laughs> got shot, and he comes back. Talk about a shot, you know, of electricity <laughs> into the football no team. Way. No, <laughs> that's we're not. I'm not following. Who's that Washington's? <laughs> who's who's Washington's tight end? Logan Thomas, he's about to have a day against us. <laughs> That's who I'm most nervous about. Yeah, on exactly. Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin is going to make Caleb Farley spin no, like a ballerina no, on the football Christian field. Fulton will be on him. Listen, I... <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's what's going to happen. What we do is the number one receiver doesn't do as great, unless you're Stephon Diggs. I mean, Mac Hollins, Alec Pierce, it was their coming out parties. So... Because Jahan Dotson's hurt, what's going to be Diami, Diami Brown or something? He's going to have a career day. Or J.D. McKissick. Or J, yeah, maybe J.D. McKissick. I'm trying to think who Terry McLaurin. There's Terry McLaurin, and then who's the second string? I guess Jahan Dotson's the second receiver it's, there. Yeah, Jahan Dotson. Okay, well, so then Diami Brown, his second year from UNC. Yeah, classic. He's going to go off against us or something. Yeah, we're going to pick up a guy on the practice squad this week from the like the Bears and play him <laughs> over Caleb Farley. Oh, my gosh. Um, over Terrence Mitchell. Did we release Terrence Mitchell? No, he's still on the team. Oh, I, how did that's crazy. <laughs> okay, score prediction. Score prediction. Oh my gosh. I I've done this to myself in this podcast. I've I've made myself less optimistic on the Titans by talking and like you like you said JG, we should not be this down, but I think the way we finished games has made us very upset. Well, I think it's I I don't think it, I think it's fair that we're down. I'm just saying we're just being Trying Don't to be forget, realistic. Vrabel's our coach. I am going to say score prediction: uh, Titans twenty with a Randy Bullock missed extra point. Oh. That just seems right. Woof. Um, twenty to seventeen. Titans win. So we win by three. And but the Commanders have two chances to win the football game. And Carson wins two times in the red zone. One time, the first, you know, in the fourth quarter, and one time they go for, they go for it on fourth down. Don't get it. Turnover on downs. Second time, uh, there's a turnover. Carson wins. Dumb fumble. Yeah, and the Titans, the Titans win again, not because the Titans, but because the Commanders are booty. We're winning twenty-eight. No, sorry, 27-21. We score more than 24? Yep, we're scoring more than 24. Do we score in the second half? And we do score in the second half. I say we're going to be uh, losing 21-17 to 17 at one point, like maybe start of the fourth quarter, and we end up winning 27-21. All right. <laughs> do I believe anything I just said? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with some crazy thing. That maybe if it happens, I'm right. There you go. And if I'm wrong, who cares? Is it crazier than a 15-team parlay? No, it's not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I do have a 15-team parlay. One, what's the one game you didn't? Uh, I, didn't 16 games? I didn't like Saints-Seahawks. I stayed away from that. I bet the money line on every single 
ten dollars to win forty grand. So you'll you'll hear next week if we got it. <laughs> oh, also I'm one zero in the snake draft, and the commanders this next game is me, and then a bye week, and then the next game is also me. So big maybe stretch. I'll go two and zero after this. Big stretch. Also, a uh, little announcement: John Pettit and I have made a bet prior to this episode. We watched the Bustin' with the Boys video, and I legitimately thought that Taylor Lewan was retiring, along with Will Compton. And I don't know what it is. I, I don't think he's going to want to leave Nashville. I think that he is fine with the podcast. He doesn't want to go re- through rehab again. I think he's going to retire after this year, and I bet John Pettit $25 that that would happen. Yes, yeah, so that'll be the easiest $25 I've made. Um, <laughs> everybody keep John Garrett accountable. <laughs> also wanted it to be noted that apparently people didn't know my name was John Pettit on this podcast. What'd they think? They thought my name was Pettit. <laughs> Pettit, Pettit. So, in case you guys were wondering, it's John Pettit. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Robert's last name is Brown. Um, and then I'm JG, but my name is John Garrett. And it's not a double name. Garrett's my last name. So, there you go. There's our... We just revealed ourselves. Feel <laughs> no, exposed. Oh my gosh, Pettit, you don't do score predictions, but do you have a game prediction in terms of how it's going to go? I think we get the lead, and we we keep the lead. And I think <laughs> <laughs> boring. <laughs> I think I we think score Jeffrey more Simmons points. Is, uh, player of the game. Jeffrey Simmons, player of the game. I love that. I think he's about to just destroy. I think he's about. Give to me okay. Here's a here's a, a good here's another good thing for you to predict for me. What is what is Cody what is Cody Hollister's snap percentage at the end of the game? Uh, what do you want? You want to put the line at uh twenty five percent? Yeah, I'll say I'll that, say. Give me a percentage. Well, I'm I'm what saying, is I'm saying he's going under thirty percent, and it'll be around twenty four percent. Twenty four percent. I like it. I'm gonna. I go hope 22%. you are wrong. I hope you're wrong. Hope you know, wrong. at the end of the you season, zero. I hope it's like two percent. I think Kyle Phillips is about to get a lot more snaps this, this game. At the end of the season, we should graph. Except Traylon Burks is hurt. Frick. We, we, sh- we should graph. <laughs> he, might get a lot, he might get a lot of snaps, actually. <laughs> no, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon time, baby. I think at the end of the season, we should, we should make a graph of Cody Hollister's um, play percentage and our wins and see if there's any sort of relationship. Like, the more snaps Cody Hollister plays, the more likely we are to lose. I also think what we should do is... That would is, be a great... I also think pack. what we should do is have people submit to us, or not submit to us. We should just think of certain friends and people that we know who would look better in a Titans uniform. <laughs> That's number eight <laughs> on the field. Including, Robert, you'd probably be... You, I mean... You gotta maybe, be close. Maybe, maybe you'd be, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, probably... <laughs> I appreciate you that, you guys. Slipped, you slimmed down a lot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, boys. I did have oh, a little uh, I had a little swag back in my day. <laughs> I had a little back plate. You were tight end. Would you look good in number eight in Probably the Titans not. numbers? I only looked good in, in 30s and 40s. Would you have to keep letting your hair flow out? Yeah, especially if I was going to try to impersonate Cody Hollister. <laughs> okay, I know we're really sidetracked here, but why would a player not wear a back plate? seems very protective. Why would they not? Yeah, it seems, uh, it less like mobility. I will know? say the back plate does not do anything. Really? It's all looks. Yeah. It's yeah, you put you never get, outside you, of it. Well, show. unless you're like a receiver and but you really don't get hit in the lower back ever. Mm. 
I just seemed like it would be very protective. All right, uh, Caleb Farley would beg to differ. <laughs> it seems practical. Yeah, Caleb Farley gets hit in the back every chance he gets. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, yeah, that was a little bit. We're back. It's good We're to be back. back. Yeah, good to be back. Um, there's our Colts recap and our Commander's preview. And Go sign Will Fuller. Of, with a little. Go sign Will Fuller or I don't OBJ. Hate that. I hate that. Robert's or a little call bit to action of, to the Titans. The episode was also a little bit of a sprinkle of kind of just where we see ourselves. It was the yeah. Q1 report. Q1 earnings report, baby. Q1 earnings report. Forward-thinking statements. Go Are we worried about Odell Beckham Jr.? Is there a going Jr. concern? Is there a going concern with this company? Yes, there's a going <laughs> concern. We're not. We do not think this company is sustainable long term for this year. For this year, it is. It is on the brink of bankruptcy. We need to make major oh. acquisitions in, ex- in exciting talents like Odell Beckham Jr. and Will Fuller. Both. Both. And Eric Fisher. <laughs> and get, Eric Flowers. Eric Fowler, Flowers. T.Y. Hilton. No, I don't like T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Um, Let's get them all. That would be fun. That would, that would be fun. We need to completely tear down our strength and conditioning program and rebuild it from I the top. I am with that. The medical staff. Get... Hamstring guy, the medical get staff. him out of Hamstring here. Hamstring guy, if you're still employed, let's talk. Fire yourself. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's, well, <laughs> let's talk. I fire myself. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if you have a family to provide for. <laughs> fire yourself right now. This is a late night pod. We normally do morning pods. Yeah, so this we're is a little delusional night. here. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Eleven ten p.m. Central Time. Almost 11-11. Almost time to make that wish the Titans win the Super Bowl. I wish uh, this pod's finished up by now. <laughs> and it definitely is. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. I'm Robert. And we when I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry.